Hello, everybody, and welcome to Multi Multi, the podcast where we talk about the multitude of multi-site student ministry. My name is Joe Crabb, and sadly, we are not joined today by Mr. EJ Swanson, as when this podcast is being recorded, EJ is with where I'm sure many of you were, and that is down at the Orange Conference. And so we are here living in the land of FOMO, but glad that we get to have this conversation today. I, of course, am joined by my lovely, dear, deepest friend, Mrs. Kimberly Schuler. Thank you for such, such descriptive words before my name. I appreciate that. Yeah, and I mean them. And then, of course, Trevor is also here. <laughs> <laughs> Our dear, yeah. dear. Dear, dear friend. No, I'm just trip. No, just trip. <laughs> no, we give EJ a hard time because uh, he, he just always adds on Trev. But we want to be here nor sound as good or do anything half as well as we do here, especially, well, I say in many ends, uh, but on a production end if it wasn't for Trevor Callis. And so, Trev, you want to say hi from the distance? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but no, uh, we are joined here. And as you guys have already heard with robust laughter, we have a few special guests in the the room with Mm -hmm. us as well. And so I'll actually uh, hand it over to you, Kim. One of the things that we have talked about uh, in just brainstorming for different episodes is wanting to do a specific episode uh, about women in multi-site ministry. We know that women in ministry in general already brings uh, its its own tensions, its own nuances, and just a different train of thought and approach um, for both men and women alike uh, as we co-labor together in Christ. That's uh, right. But within even multi-site, I think at any specific church, you might, you know, you might have a team of five or six, but multi-site, we have a team of 17, you know, individuals and out of that majority of them are, are men. And so, um, and for the longest time, Kim was the only woman on our team. Represent. Uh, and Kim did represent well. We actually, I can say Kim never has an issue holding her own. Yesterday, we had an all-staff <laughs> oh, um, like work event, play kind of day. Work hard, play hard. Work hard, play hard. And we were um, at like a trampoline park and they had one of those battle beams in which essentially <laughs> over a foam pit um you battle you know against one another like joust, american glider you joust, on a yeah balance beam yeah and um Kim spoke to me. She uh, <laughs> she utterly embarrassed me in front of all my friends and family. Uh, should we put the video in the show notes? Oh, we're glad that we should oh, definitely okay. post that video out. Okay, oh, yeah, we should. We'll put it out there today yeah. um, when this is being recorded. Have so. a little fun with it. Oh, it was good. You you were victorious, and I don't think I've ever beaten you in anything. And so, um, oh. but with <laughs> but with that, um, I'm sure you have. <laughs> with that, we will. Uh, I'll hand it over to you. Kim is going to take lead and host for us. I got us do that rough intro and. <laughs> Take us on home. Yeah. And don't worry, he'll be speaking up later as I have questions about women in mis- ministry specifically directed towards our lovely Joe. So oh, thank you. Um, well, yes, I am joined here by two lovely women on the student ministry staff here at Woodside. And I would love if you guys just took a moment, introduce yourselves, uh, what you do here at Woodside, but also who you are outside of Woodside because you are not identified um, or you are your identity is not found in your job, right? So like Correct. what other pieces, um, you know, just describe who you are. And we'll start with Shannon and then go with Katie. Mm. 
Yes, my name is Shanna Craig, and I am one of the student ministry directors here at Woodside. It is my joy and privilege um, to have this job. It is literally so much fun waking up in the morning and hanging out with this crew and then getting to love on our students here. Um, my, my specific, like focus, I guess, is I get to kind of lead out programming and, uh, put that together alongside of our wonderful dear friend, Trevor, um, <laughs> <laughs> that we love so much because he's incredible at what he does and yes. he has an amazing servant's heart as he does it. Um, so that is my joy and privilege to host games, um, do some behind the scene work, um, as well as just being able to hang out with students. Uh, a fun fact, I suppose, that's outside of student ministry. This is kind of like my leading party trick. Uh, is <laughs> I eat flaming swords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, when you say party trick, that's generally what I think of. Juggling, axe throwing. <laughs> Hacky sacks, things like that. Wow, bringing up that nature. Though I did just see a group of men outside of a workplace on my way home the other day playing hacky sack. No way. Oh, and they were not like high school age. They were like middle aged men. Oh my gosh. Bringing it back. Really it's coming back, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Uh, so my party trick, my uh, my go to introduction is that um, my favorite thing about myself is that I've been given over like 100 nicknames in my life, oh, wow. uh, which is quite a feat. I don't know how my name works with so many different things and how people can be so creative to come up with new things when I give them the challenge. Uh, but I have been given over a hundred nicknames, some of which are Shan Burger. Um, mm. that's a good one. Shanna Claus. That's my holiday favorite. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shanna Banana. That's the one I help others pronounce my name. Cause sometimes they want to say Shannon or Shana or something like that. Or Stephanie. So, or yeah. Stephanie. <laughs> because I look like my coworker. Shanna was brought on staff the same time as another female student director named Stephanie. And we were just joking last week that we don't think a lot of people could tell them apart. <laughs> a lot That's of people funny. think we're the same person. Yeah. So, Which helps. And if Shanna makes a mistake, she just blames it on Stephanie. She's <laughs> like, right. Yes, I am Stephanie and you can blame me. That. Well, that was the other student director. It wasn't, that wasn't me. I'm great. Uh, I'm perfect at everything I do. Oh, man. Well, Shanna, thank you so much for being on the show today. And I'm going to now pass it over to Katie for her to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Katie Hankins, and I am a student ministry director here. And um, my role um, includes just I think keeping things rolling and just having um, the things that are needed in place so that everyone in our department can have what they need to get their job done. Oh, wait, you have to still share like something personal oh, or like okay, something yeah, yeah. about you outside of Woodside. Outside of Woodside, yes, Katie. Yes. Do. Um, so right now I am in a season of, I like to say, just work and school. I am uh, attending seminary school online, so that takes up a lot of my outside of work time. But whenever I do have free time, I enjoy hanging out with friends. I love coffee and I also love the airport. So whenever I get a chance to 
Uber my friends to the airport. <laughs> you know, it's or if you're that. listening to the podcast and you're like, I'm going to fly into Michigan, or I'd love to go yeah. spend time with the team from Multi Multi. <laughs> hey, no Katie will pick you up. up. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, be so exactly. joyful about doing it. Yeah, yes. she'll be grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> she may not charge you, but <laughs> no, that's great. And you are an aunt to two lovely little ones as well that yes. I know you love dearly. So. Well, great. Well, we are going to dive into some questions to uh, just start chatting about as it involves women in multi-site student ministry. And, uh, you know, the first one that I'd love to bring up with all the different transitions over the past uh, couple years of Shannon and Stephanie coming on and Katie um, in the roles, like your team has very much been our team. I say your team because they are both a part of the Troy team here at the Troy campus, but our team holistically as a multi-site student team has had quite a few different moving pieces. And this is the most women that have been on the team, um, in all the years in all history. So that brings a lot of new dynamics, a lot of um, new hurdles at times to jump through or over. And, um, so with that, you know, I think at times as women, uh, you know, to put it out there bluntly, you, we can get labeled as, Hey, we can be catty. We can be, um, ones that gossip or, um, you know, stab each other in the back. Um, Joe's Kim, given- Kim, why are you laughing about that? <laughs> because of your response. Joe was really no, shocked. I'm, like I know, you- I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're leading this conversation and that you, and you went there like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It needs to be, yeah, needs you know, to be said. Um, but, but I do say this as well. That doesn't mean guys aren't like that either mm-hmm. or don't, you know, struggle in those areas too. Um, but I just want to address that head on. And so as women in ministry, like how, um, how do we navigate? How have you navigated on a team um, that tension at times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether you've had issues with it or you've seen it a secondhand, how have you guys navigated that? Mm. I would say a lot of conversations, especially with so many new people joining the team at the same time. There was a lot of personalities that just needed to uh, learn each other um, and kind of see the ways that each person reacts and handles conflict, uh, what they find joy in, when they're in a good mood, if they're in a bad mood, how do you best approach them if you still need to talk to them? (laughs) How do you respond to them when they've put you in a bad mood? (laughs) When they are the results of your bad mood. Oh man, absolutely. (laughs) Um. We just put the fun back in dysfunctional as a team. But we're figuring out how to be functioning. um, And that takes a lot of work. I think there's a there's a quote from a class I took back in high school, actually, from a teacher who was just very, very wise and cared a lot about us. Uh, But he talked about just relationships at large, whether it be uh, a friendship, a work relationship, um, a romantic relationship that every day you need to put in 100 percent work. Um, And if you don't put in that 100 percent, you'll feel um, kind of the deficit that's present there. And so I think we learn that with each other of if we are not present with each other when we walk in and if we are functioning out of like 10% versus 90% the day before, you can kind of feel that um, within the room. So then it's learning how to best support and encourage. Uh, but that takes time, that takes hard conversations, that takes the willingness to say like, hey, this has fell off. How are you mm-hmm. doing? How are we doing? How can we build from this? Um, 
And I think especially as women not wanting to play into any labels of being catty or even so far as to say any like crazy. Um, (laughs) We've got those mood swings. (laughs) I I don't believe that word has been used around here. Crazy. Oh yeah. Never, never. (laughs) But I think what you said, Shanna, is (laughs) is so good, right? Like we need to be present in our relationships throughout the day and they do take work. Mm-hmm. Like whether it is a new relationship or a relationship that has been eight plus years, right? Like it's going to still take work and you're going to have to work through different obstacles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to now throw a question at Joe and see how he responds to this <laughs> because, you know, Joe being both of your guys' boss, mm-hmm. um, yeah. He gets the opportunity to oftentimes lead you guys through uh, some of those different obstacles, tensions. So, Joe, as a male leading other female, uh, how do you how do you tend to navigate those different conversations or lead them through different dynamics? Yeah, and I appreciate their honesty and just the honesty of the conversation overall because I think what is important is to not allow. Um, I don't know, not to allow cliches or not to allow um, even what can tend to be, you know, like worse versions of ourselves define, you know, what, you know, who we are in Christ and what our calling is in him. And so one of the things I have seen and what's important in any any team dynamic, first and foremost, is believing the best about one another. Yeah. When you believe the best about one another, it makes it uh, a lot easier uh, to to work through issues. When you are reminded that you're on the same team uh, and that therefore you have the same goal, then that kind of helps you, um, you know, say, yeah, we we want to we want to work through this because it's what's ultimately best for one another. It helps us edif- be edified and to grow and to be encouraged sharpened and challenged uh, and it's what's best for the kingdom and so I, I I try to keep that at that forefront especially when helping to mediate or navigate through any of those situations of just like hey you know I, I use this and you and I were talking this the other day this thought of like oftentimes what we don't know about a situation can be informed about you know what we know about that person yeah both, whether it's positively or negatively and so it's like yes you weren't sure why they reacted this way and so on and so forth and maybe you know in their sin they did react in a negative way however in their heart what this is what you truly know uh, about them and that even within that if you know that they're a kind and caring understanding person that they love you that they're compassionate that they're approachable then when the time comes for you to actually address that situation that even if the way that they respond was wrong or poor in that situation you know that as a sister or brother in Christ that you know ultimately they they're going to respond well Um, and so and I think on our dynamic one of the things I've shared with our team is that reality of being in ministry especially when you're on staff with other people you automatically have to beget a certain amount of relational equity with each other because this is such a relational work that we do and so you you have to have that chemistry. You have to get to know one another, and so and because you spend so much time with one another, as Katie was was sharing, and I think Shannon was as well. Um, you kind of not only expedite the relationship, you then expedite the problems. Yeah. And so you know, if you're with your best friends, you may have only you know had three fights in three years. With your coworkers, you may have had three fights in six months. <laughs> but it's because 
you're expediting that relationship. You're spending so much time with one another. You know the importance of creating a culture of trust with one another, being vulnerable with one another, encouraging one another, and really modeling to one another what we look to model with leaders and students and families. And so that reality helps because what happens is those bumps happen sooner, especially when you're onboarding new staff. And so you can quickly begin to um, think to yourself, especially if you're that person who's like part of all those bumps, like this isn't right or like I'm doing something wrong or this isn't a right fit, um, which is good to explore that. But I don't think that's ultimately the heart. It's just it's learning, uh, learning things, mm-hmm. you know, learning one another. And um, you see that you see that in the sports world. You see that in our world, um, especially with the high amount of relational equity yeah. that needs to go into any team, any ministry team. So that's great perspective, Joe. And I think you said it very well of just it is a full on, it's a team effort and you are quickly thrown into just the different, uh, different things day to day, right? With each other. And you are spending a lot of time together, but knowing ultimately that, Hey, we're here for one goal and we're going to reach it together. And, uh, so as a, as a team holistically, you know, um, with it being, majority male, right? How, as us women, um, how do we lead well in those environments? Um, You know, we want to make sure that our voice is heard, but not dominating. Um, But we also don't want to not speak up when we have something to share. Um, And I can give many more examples of, you know, the two ends of the spectrum, right? Uh, So how, how maybe you can even share how you are learning currently, because I think it is very much a posture and a state of learning. I don't think we have it figured out. (laughs) Um, So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on how have you learned in these environments to lead well as a woman? Yeah, for me personally, I just having, especially Kim, as someone that I've seen walk through ministry ahead of me, um, I think that has helped show me how to carry myself in situations of ministry, being a woman and having um, a lot of male um, voices and uh, coworkers. Because personally, I don't struggle or feel like that is an issue or not that it's not an issue or, but more of it not being difficult because I think I've seen with Kim, especially um, having a confidence and knowing that this is her role and she's in this role because of um, reasons that she should be in that role that she is in. She's talented and that it makes sense that she's in that role. So watching her lead in confidence because she knows that this is what she should be doing has helped me see that I can come into a situation. And, um, even though there's men, like I know that this is my role and I can walk in that with confidence. And I think when you come into it with confidence, then you know, you aren't trying to prove something. Mm -hmm. So you just are confident, but normally that follows with humbleness. So you are confident and humble in, your role and what you're there to do. Yeah, I think um, on the opposite end, I, I've i learned a lot from 
the good and bad experiences within interacting with men in ministry has kind of taught me then how to hold myself well as a woman in ministry. Um, and I'm so privileged with working at Woodside to be cheered for and um, spurred on by such empowering leadership uh, with Joe and with DP um, and so many of the guys on our team where they really just act as caring brothers who want to partner within ministry. Um, and that is a huge blessing because on the flip side, I remember a few instances in Bible college where you have conversations with some peers and they can make comments like, oh, well, aren't you just getting this degree so that you can find your pastor husband um, and get married and then get your MRS. Exactly. Yeah. Get your MRS oh, degree. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, that makes me want to just it smack just, you upside the head. It just sounds, <laughs> yeah. sounds cringy. It's yeah. just so cringy. Um, and just. It is a really beautiful blessing to have the dichotomy of having uh, men who are passionate about ministry, um, but also passionate about partnering with their sisters in Christ and uplifting them and not ruling over them, uh, because that is ultimately Christ's authority. Um, that's not any one of ours um, to do, but rather to partner with each other for the furtherment of the gospel. Um, so that's just a quick plug to say, thank you, my brother, uh, for <laughs> yeah. all that you do to glad, love us. Glad to do so. <laughs> and I think what both of you just spoke to play so hand in hand, like so well together, right? Like if there are men that are leading you, that are cheering you on and that are giving you opportunities then you are going to lead with confidence yeah, and, you know, sure. be able to walk that hu humbly um, because of how they have led you. Mm -hmm. And Joe, I would love to just hear from you too in this piece, because I know Shanna spoke to it a bit too, of just how you have championed and cheered um, the women on in ministry, but how have you given them opportunities um, for, you know, different places of influence um, so that they can be bolstered as women in the student ministry. No, definitely. And before I answer that question, I can't let the moment go by and say, although it, it you know, God's allowed me to encourage and champion and use me as such, uh, he's used you as well, as Katie even, even said, that in, you have been a pioneer in a lot of ways. Uh, and like I said at the top of the show, there was a long time in which you were the only one sitting in that seat mm -hmm. and sitting in that leadership seat as well. And so I think that it gives confidence for each and every one of us, whether, you know, brothers or sisters in Christ, when others have affirmed that within us, you know, like this is where God has called you. This is where he has championed you. Um and that's it. Even my own personal calling and going to, you know, giving those opportunities for, you know, for female staff members for our conversation today is that I know my story and I know that God could have me anywhere. And this is where he has me. Uh, and the same goes for the, the women on our staff. Um, and the men on our staff. God can have them anywhere, and this is where he has called them. And within his sovereignty and grace and loving kindness, that there's a lot that's had to happen to get any of us to this point. And none of it is by our own work or effort, but by his faithfulness and our desire to be faithful to him and, and go where he Amen. calls us. And so um, 
you know, I, I, in, in giving them opportunities, I think a lot of it is, you know, it's, it's a mixed bag and you've had to probably experience this firsthand mm. as you've pioneered, you've had <laughs> to also show grace. Um, and, and that is, just, like, there are clear giftings, right? Even as they are sharing and they represent, you know, our other student director here, Stephanie, uh, and Stephanie kind of giving leadership in some regard to our, our girl groups here. And, they each have giftings that makes it easy to say, this is going to be a sweet spot for you to do, um, to do these things. And there'll still be growth in, within it as each and every one of us need to, to grow and be sharp and encourage as leaders. And so I think that what I try to do is identify that gifting, encourage that gifting, champion it, sharpen it, um, refine it, ask questions about it. Also give it room to breathe because I don't know all the answers. Um, and that's one thing I love about this team and, and always whenever we get new team members to be a part of this team is the perspective that they bring um, and how they can widen that understanding for, for myself and for any of us. And then on top of that, though, I always want to make sure, and I've learned this, it's not to pigeonhole somebody. Just because somebody is good at operations, Katie's good at operations. And before Katie was a student ministry director, she was an administrative assistant. And I think that there is too it's too easy for most people to sit there and say oh okay well she's an administrative assistant she's good at logistics and that's it well she's also great at speaking like she spoke a few sundays ago to our middle school students and she that's did awesome. she did awesome so it would be foolish for my part as a leader to just think because she is gifted in a certain way or is acclimated in a certain way or just even likes doing certain tasks that i should never give her an opportunity to do another task even if it's just one time or twice and she gets out there and she hosts and she bombs at least we tried I think that's a really good point to like really reiterate Joe is like giving those opportunities even if they are going to fail yeah. Or yeah. I shouldn't say even if they are going to fail because it's like yeah. you're seeing the future. Even if there's the possibility. I am not Dr. Strange. <laughs> can I do that? We're recording after Endgame drops, so there has to be at least one or 17 Marvel references oh, moving course. forward from here. Yes. But yeah, it's not. It's, it's being mindful, giving those opportunities. Because, um, again, all you're doing is 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 bettering somebody, giving them more chances, and hopefully, again, you could see that they do have a passion for speaking. You could see that they do, or they do bring a different insight to a certain task. And so, so it's even the principles that we talk about before on this team, when it like on this podcast, when it comes to our team and assigning roles and responsibilities. Yes, absolutely. There are certain team members who are good at certain things, and so we'll allow them to do that. We'll allow them to invite in others so they can you know replicate themselves. But we're not just going to relegate them to just one particular area, if because we don't want to ever stalemate potential growth. Yeah, yeah, that's really good, Joe. I appreciate your insight and uh, just wisdom as as well as pioneering a lot of how to best lead women on the student ministry team here at Woodside. And one of the things that's been beneficial, because I, I think the difference in it is because historically and systemically, women have thought of themselves as lesser in the role of ministry, mm -hmm. or it's been a longer track for them to get to certain areas of, of influence or so on and so forth. And so I, I think all in a lot of ways, I don't tr like treat or lead them all that differently, men and women, as it is more so being mindful of 
the the fact that like there are different issues that different people have had to face and go through and there's different realities that play for them like we've talked about before when they get up and they're they're speaking and so on and so forth and like just the 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 mindset that others in the room might have and so i think it's being humble enough or smart enough or aware enough to know like i don't fully understand but i know that that you understand um but I know that I can at least show grace and try to understand and ultimately not treat you any differently because again, God's clearly called you. I think of what Gamliel says in Acts 5, you know, to not work against what God is doing because we will find ourselves fighting against God himself. Yeah. And so I think that's important is I don't I don't want it to 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 seem as though like I don't know. I don't, you're not treating staff members any differently because somehow they're lesser. It's like you're treating them differently because we should each, anytime we're leading people, mm -hmm. we should look to lead that person. Where uh, they're at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they're, where they're at. Like we Absolutely. said, the, the, the shepherd, the sheep aren't there for the shepherd. The shepherd is there for the sheep. So that's yeah. really good, Jill. And I think often too, as women, we often can get hung up so much on titles, mm -hmm. right? And, um, I think, think the beauty of it and how I've how I've tried to always respond to right like students are I think a student just put out this question uh this past Sunday to one of our pastors here at Woodside like why aren't women pastors right um and while we do not have the pastor title mm -hmm. title here at Woodside, we very much do act often as pastors in how we shepherd the mm -hmm. flock and how we shepherd the students here. And I think if we get hung up on titles, then we're missing the point of ministry and really, you know, going after the students and where they're at. Um, so I just have a really appreciated, you know, we joke about it, obviously, um, but I've appreciated your guys's posture and hey, you know, Katie, though you just became a student director, mm -hmm. you being the student admin prior to that never stopped your heart of ministry and how you did ministry with the students and how you led them and how you're passionate about what you did. Um, and, you know, Shanna, as you came on, like, you didn't fight for anything different, right? Like you were just, no, this is what I love to do. This is what I'm passionate about. Like, I will, I will receive this with like absolute grace and mm -hmm. humility and just step into this role. So just thank you ladies for, um, being pioneers, uh, as women within multi-site student ministry and being examples to so many girls and young men too, boys, mm -hmm. uh, within the student ministries, because the more they see you up in front and leading out things, I think just the the greater uh, confidence the girls are being built and seeing women lead. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's so important for, you know, young men to see that too. Um, so yeah. any, any final thoughts as we close out today's episode on women in multi-site student ministry? Anything else you'd like to share or just, um, hey, as I have been led over the years or you know, a little nugget of truth that could go a long way and encourage someone who is listening, whether it be a guy like Joe who is leading women or uh, a girl, a woman like us who is in the trenches in mm -hmm. the multi-site um, world of student ministry. Yeah, I think something that comes to mind is ultimately what we need to remember as 
men and women um, as followers of Christ is that we are called brothers and sisters within this kingdom. Um, And so we should act as such uh, with such respect of each other. So whenever having a conversation, whenever, uh, whether it be one that is incredibly uplifting and encouraging or one that you walk away from just like, I felt so misunderstood and, and that did not go well. Um, is remembering that they are your brother and your sister um, and to treat each other with such a respect, um, to act with humility in how you might proceed with conversations um, if there needs to be a further one of calling something out or to just say, hey, thank you so much for seeing me. Hey, thank you so much for speaking life into me that way or giving me that opportunity or partnering with me in that opportunity. Um I think what we can miss out on so often is the opportunity to encourage each other, whether it be to maybe uh, do something differently the next time in a loving and kind way, or just to say, hey, that was awesome. And I appreciated it so much. Um, I think, especially as sisters, that's something we need to be doing more of so that we are kind of killing that, um, that typical thought of us being catty, but just supporting each other and saying, hey, that was awesome the way that you just let out that game, or I'm so glad that you hosted this week because you brought so much energy um, to the programming that night. And our students just had so much more excitement about the whole night because of the way you approached it. And just giving that encouragement so that we can be continuing to lift each other up, encourage each other on, um, and just to know like, hey, like they're in this with me um, and I'm not alone. I think that's huge. Yeah. Encouragement is huge mm-hmm. as you walk life together. That's good, Shanna. Katie, do you have anything? Yeah. Um, I spoke to the earlier, the example that Kim has been to me um, in my role of ministry. But I think if I could encourage um, anyone listening that finds himself in that boss role or like leadership role um, of a team, I think um, just be like Joe Crab, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, but seriously. You know, we are about to give out raises here. <laughs> Brown noser. No, I think um, just in that, what I mean is um, kind of to go along what we had just mentioned. Um, Joe gives us opportunities and um, he never makes you feel bad or makes you um, feel like you failed. Um, And I think that is why I have been able to walk um, in the things that he's presented to me as opportunities like speaking, um, because that would never be my number one thing that I would sign up to do. Um, It's not my first set of skills. So I think um, Joe has given me those opportunities and I say yes, because I know that um, he will just champion me and encourage me and show me um, how I did and then also how I can do better. But he does that in grace. So I've never felt Mm -hmm. um, like stressed or um, like scared to say yes. So I think um, that is just something that I hope everyone has. That's good, Katie, because it's Thanks, not Katie. only <laughs> it's not only sweet. giving the opportunities, but it's providing the feedback so yeah. that there's that opportunity to then grow mm-hmm. within that. So that's a good thing to really point out. I, I think the, the biggest thing that we have to always be mindful of with, with one another um, holistically is just like... M- Men, we we need to like God has made us man and woman, 
and it is yeah. his, and it's his good design and he has created us as such and the greatest gift that God has ever blessed me with is my wife because she makes me a better man and she makes me want to love Jesus more uh, because she she allows me to see how God has created her and her unique gifts in the way like as a, as a woman as an individual and so that insight is valuable and so having women on your team because you have women in your your pews and in your small groups and so on and so forth is is valuable and so to not lean into that wisdom is arrogant and so I think to be mindful of that that and to be grateful that God did not just make us all men. Amen. <laughs> and so I think that it's it's important to to be aware of that and then within that to not feed into any cliches to not Yes, absolutely. You know, I think that the 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 key in all of it is again remembering the heart as to why those individuals are a part of your team and if you're the person who hired them you know why you hired them to begin with and then the role that you have the responsibility you have to lead them well to model grace uh, to 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 be humble to encourage to be edified um, and to just continue to see them grow in the gifting and calling that God has given because at the end of the day that's why we are all here doing what we're, we're doing right. because God has called us as such and we want to see students' lives changed by the gospel. Right. And so not doing that goes to something that we've always talked about before. You can be a great player and a bad teammate, but bad teammates don't win championships. Mm -hmm. Great teams win championships. And so um, I hope that as you're leading your team or, or playing alongside your team, whatever role that is, is that you are being a great teammate. Yeah. That's really good. Thank, Thank you, Tim. Thank for, you. Oh. Thank you for leading this conversation. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. And Shannon, Katie, thank you so much for being a part of it today and just your insight and wisdom. Um, we look forward to having you on in future episodes as well. Mm. Wow, speak. give us the invite wow. back. Okay. Well, you must have done well, bad. Shanna. And, and Trevor, we hope you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you want to wrap this up and uh, do the usual social yeah, plug? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, in all sincerity, Kim, thank you so much for, for leading this out and thank you My guys pleasure. for for listening it has been a joy to continue to work alongside you guys hear from you we've got some exciting things on the rise uh as we look to continue to um just to share about what god's doing here and learn from you guys we know that these conversations uh especially on topics like this can be difficult but they're so important uh, as we look to learn together and so if we can be of any help to you at all then don't hesitate to contact even if you want to come and visit i loved having Ken Rawson, uh, come and visit us here, drive on up from Ohio and um, to spend some time with our team. Anything that we can do to encourage, to edify and know this much, we are always encouraged and we learn alongside with you. We don't have it figured out, but we're glad that God lets no, us sir. get it figured out <laughs> together. So um, that's it. Follow us on all the socials, multi, multi pod. Uh, and let's just, you know, let's just have some fun out there, guys. <laughs> all right, hard, that does play hard. <laughs> we don't, we don't rap well when EJ's not here. So, no, um, he is the bookends for us very much so uh, oh yeah you know what we love you but god loves you more bye, bye. <laughs>